0: BLOB TALK RADIO 100 chilling with hope one got the feeling for Black Music Month. Happy Black Music Month. we so glad that we're to tune in one more again for we show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, the queen, quite head Funded the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad to we'll be the host this one more again for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. This year, the way we to get uplifting to the living legacy and the ancestral homage. And so glad to be back here one more again where we can dedicate this program to saving to all we live Great musician and things like that, like a James son and other rest of church will come from ya enemies of the island, but rather us do we ancestors who create that spiritual and thing Well, we still a show to it in the bush of the, in the brush over in the, 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 the prayer house in the church. So we so glad it is evening to get a moment of silence for them. Yeah, man. And they would have loved for we to do this yeah. For them too. So we're so glad that Hunter know how we do right here on this year's program each and every June. we to get together right here at Crack Tea for a little while. While the sponsor still got weep on the air, we should take it, take it to the Gullagichi Sea Island Coalition, where Hunter can find at dot n e t, and Hunter can always e-wire We to G-U-L-L. G E E C O at AOL.com. We're so glad if a day and this year, yeah, I am just to celebrate Pony Air Honor come join me for the All White Affair. This year kind set of Saturday evening, and things like that, to the Penn Center, the Darrell Hall. You got to get your ticket in advance, so honey, for Grind by Penn School, forget the ticket and take from the Welcome Center over yonder. $25, heavy hors d'oeuvres, DJ, got have plenty of contests and things being giveaway way that evening, and we have raised money for the Heritage Day we're coming up in November. So honey, I have to be over 30 years old for coming to that day. but if one is interested in a ticket and can make up the pen for Saturday and you just want me for hold a ticket for one until you get there, email me to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com because we're going to celebrate this year Black Music Month and a throwback music growing folks party at the All-White Affair. Now, I want to tell you no wonder what how we the do thing in the Gully Nation. Let we make them so all of 100 children, you we all run the world and things like that, that, we most 89,000 listeners. We thank you, thank you for all the 100 who that support this program. And rather was them, whether download them, put on your pad, your cell phone, your tablet, 100 that share them through social media. We're so glad for that. So we thank you, thank you that we did it, that not put 89,000 dough this evening. So we're so glad that 100 tune in one more again a red of us, but make sure $100 stand. We don't crack we teach that the rest of the week. So, yes, I'm Queen Quet. I'm Chief Justice and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation. I want to make sure that all my listeners around the world can truly understand my voice. So, you know, we celebrate every June Black Music Month. So glad to have another opportunity to do that with you here on the air. And definitely we hope you will join me, as I just said, at Penn Center at Dow Hall this coming Saturday evening, the 7th, as we have the all-white affair to raise money for Heritage Days. Tickets must be purchased in advance. There will be no at-the-door tickets. $25 per person, heavy hors d'oeuvres, cask bar, plenty of music, throwback music for grown folks only dressed to impress in all-white. If you'd like a ticket, please go by the Welcome Center at Penn Center or send us an email to e c o at dot com so we can get you those tickets before Saturday because there will not be any tickets sold at the door on Saturday night. We will just be taking tickets because the food will be already prepared for the number of folks that are coming to the party. So we're definitely looking forward to celebrating Black Music Month through this affair because St. Helena Island, as most of you who've listened to this broadcast over the years, those of you who've gone to our blog at com and you've read some of the Black Music Month articles from previous years, you are familiar with some of the artists that I'm going to talk about again tonight that are native to our area and our region, and I'm going to touch on someone else that I just learned about today during this broadcast as well. And so, but let's Start at the beginning because many people have never heard of Black Music Month or you may be seeing commercials now wherever you are talking about Black Music Month. You've heard the President of the United States call it uh, African American Music Appreciation Month instead of calling it Black Music Month, which is what it was designated to be from the beginning and the term I prefer because that gives us a more global context in which to celebrate music that people of African descent created throughout the month without limitation. So here it is that Black Music Month is being promoted, being pushed, much in the same way that the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Act has been altered, much as the Abolition of the British slave trade has been promoted through the political lens of the time without actually respecting who took the concepts to these different places. It was grassroots activists that took the abolition issue to person William Wilberforce, who then could take it to the parliamentary floor in England. It was I who took the information to Congressman James Clyburn about the Gullah Geechee Cultural, what turned into the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Act and is now a national heritage area, which is the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Corridor, grew out of us trying to work together on a collaborative concept to do something to protect this region, which is the Gullah Geechee Nation, from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida. So now when I go online, one year later, one year later since doing the broadcast, go online, and type in, being in Google, history of Black Music Month, and all I'm coming up with is U.S. President Jimmy Carter. I'm like, something is extremely wrong here. Again, because of the political power that people have, they have control over media, and therefore the media will publish what comes down from on high and says, well, okay, you know, from up on the hill, this is who did it. But actually, it didn't come top down. It came grassroots up with each one of these things, including the commemoration, the celebration, the concept of Black Music Month. Black Music Month came because Gamble and Huff and others lobbied the U.S. President, Jimmy Carter. Okay? Now, so let's step backwards in time. Let's go. To 1979. 1979 is when the presidential declaration finally came forth to declare June, Black Music Month, and many people that I speak to now in 2014 do not know anything about it. They've never heard of it. I'm glad to see that there are a number of the quote-unquote black television, African-American television channels that really now are not even owned by the original founders that are intending to show various documentaries that have tribute shows coming on and the like. Again, all entertainment geared and to promote black music. So it gives them an opportunity to have a vehicle to present the stories of many people. But what is left out is the story of how the thing got going to begin with prior to 1979. Well, Kenneth Gamble. Okay, now many of you who are music buffs, especially in the R&B music and disco era music and so on, you would be familiar with the songwriter and producer Kenneth Gamble, and you know that his partner is Huff. Okay, so Gamble and Huff. There's also broadcasters Ed Wright and Diana Williams. They worked together to lobby for Black Music Month because there's Country Music Month in October. That was already going on. So they saw how much the country music industry was making as a result of having a celebration of their unique musical style, their particular mechanism, their vehicle for promoting their music came through, of course, many of you are thinking right now what I'm thinking of, the Grand Ole Opry, but also this Country Music Month celebration in October. Well, they looked at this and said, well, why not have a month that could also promote black music? So they then lobbied to have June become an annual observance of black music. They wanted it to be a platform for the Black Music Association. The Black Music Association was a trade association and an educational forum. They wanted to pass on the skills and expertise. Those who had already been in the industry for quite some time, like Gamble and Huff, they wanted to have opportunities to pass on skills and expertise to younger producers, songwriters, people who wanted to be in the music business. So since they had their own association, why not have something that could help the association market their product, which is black music. So their initial theme was black music is green. Black music is green. And the reason they called it that is because they were looking at the economics of black music, how much money could be made and was already made, how much had already been made, how much of it had been lost because it was made by record labels that gave a lot of black artists deals that were not sufficient deals. There are many people who we listen to today that we consider our classical artists in the black community that are people who we all still dance to. You know, you talk about, oh, my mama them. um, you know, you should listen. That's all. Playing will say, well, we put quarters in the jukebox to hear that song nickels, dimes, all that. And so here it is. You would have thought that all these people were rich, and then when people die or you have these IRS scandals, you find out that they are not rich because they did not have proper music contracts. So music, black music, has always been green. And when we start to go back a little further in this, we're going to even talk about some Gullah Geechee music that has made money for other people other than Gullah Geechee's. And still is. Now, here it is that the Black Music Association with the leadership of these individuals that already named created Black Music Month. Okay? Now once they created it, they wanted it to be national. And that's why they lobbied the then president, Jimmy Carter, of the United States. And this way if it was national it would help more with the marketing and promotion of the artists. So now this celebration is now 35 years old based on when it got the national designation. Okay? So they took a whole year to petition the president to get it done. They did well to get it done within a year, but then again, music is universal. So not as controversial as when we were fighting for the human rights of the Gullah Gishis. Okay? Now, they also had to have somebody on the inside. And there was a gentleman named Clarence Avant who was able to talk with some Democrats who then could get them to Carter. And then from there, they went on, and it was successful to get things pushed. And so in 1979, they had a very big launch. They had several different musical artists that performed for the actual launch of the official National Black Music Month. Nowadays, Black Music Month is being celebrated, like I say, through free television. If you call cable and and dish network and these other things free, satellite, Um, it's celebrated that way because so many people are pirating music, so many people just listen to their music on YouTube, so many people just, you know, trade the Disc and things with one another, people are buying music like they once were, so I know that there has been some alteration to what the original vision was, like often happens with anything where the founders are not even acknowledged so here on this program, we definitely want to salute, gamble and huff for their vision for their work in the music industry period. Overall, over all these years. But we also want to salute the other visionaries that worked along with them, Ed Wright and Diana Williams, for lobbying and for obtaining Black Music Month. And we appreciate you for all that you did. Now, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, I would be remiss and totally out of order if I didn't start prior to 79 And like I say, disco music at that period of time and R&B and even folks were going to blues and all that. We got to keep coming back with the gospel and then to the root of it all, spirituals and the African drums. Because here in 1739, the drums were legally taken away from African people. So that is why Black Music Month is such a major celebration for us here at Gully Get You Rhythm Radio because it gives us the opportunity to again awaken you through this drum, this electronic drum at this point in time, but a drum all the same to awaken your consciousness, to connect with that freedom drum still in your spirit, in your soul, and your heart and your mind if you've allowed it not to get tuned out or the drum head to break. So here it is that in 1739, due to the Stono Rebellion, the Stono River exists between Colleton County here in the Gullah Geechee Nation and heading northward to Charleston County. You would find the Stono River along which, along the King's Highway, which is now Highway 17, that you used to cross various parts of that river and other parts of the 8th Basin. You would find that this Angolan man, Cato, stood up, along with some 20-plus other Angolan men, and they built their drums. They made their weapons. They marched, crying, Liberty!
1: Liberty!
0: Liberty! And on my latest CD, Sea Island Soul, we have Cato's March in tribute to them for taking the drums yet back in their hands. And yet there are so many of us who are unaware that, in seventeen forty, as a result of the Stoner rebellion, drums were taken out of the hands of African people and was made illegal to play, illegal to be caught with a drum, but they could never take a heart. So the drums of freedom still continued on. They continued to beat from 1739 into 1740, from 1740 to 1822 to the Denmark-VC uprising with Gullah Jack. They continued to beat from 1822 all the way into the 1950s and 60s throughout these sea islands and the moving star hall on Johns Island and the praise houses on St. Helena Island at Penn School on St. Helena Island while we had the civil rights leaders coming in and they needed to sing them songs like, Ain't gonna let nobody turn me around, turn me around. Turn me around, and quiet, let nobody turn me and gwine, keep on walking, keep on talking, marching up to freedom, land. see that kind of thing, they been Iguayan on, yeah, but that drum still been, yeah, in the bush, Harbor, in the bush, Harbor, still a play all the time, we answer such a soul, and they're going shout all the time, can't take freedom, from me. us so that drum continued. Their drum continued onward into this human rights movement that we are yet still in. That is why the drum led me in on July 2nd, 2000 at Sullivan's Island, the same place that our ancestors had been led into previously while their arms are yet still chained, but yet their drums were beating in their chest that we would call their hearts of freedom. That drum beat. Lazaretto Creek. That drum beat. Down the Ogeechee River, that drum beat to St. Simon's Island. And the evils, Yeti that drum. And they're going back to the Augebola, the mother, for truth. So here it is, that when we talk about that drum beat, polyrhythm, and you might not realize why we have what they call the Gullah Geechee clap, the Sea Island clap, the polyrhythmic hand clap. We have it because when we weren't playing a djembe or a kele or the various other drums that we could name that come from our ancestors in the motherland, we still played with our hands, our feet, our hearts, our voices. And as that rhythm sounded, you would hear the spiritual song. Here on historic St. Helena Island, this is the first place that they wrote down and codified The spirituals, in English, documented them, in other words. So here, not only are the spirituals the official music of the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, but the spirituals are also the official music of the state of South Carolina. And I want to read to you this bill that was enacted and became part of South Carolina law and amended a 1976 code so that officially they would add to it that the spiritual is the official music of the state. I want you to hear this. If many of you have watched Gullah Geechee TV or listened to the show, have heard me allude to, made me make, hear me make reference to this particular bill. But tonight, the start of this year's Black Music Month, I want to read it to you in its entirety. Whereas the spiritual is a song originating in the slave era that deals primarily with the religious or sacred theme, and whereas it is proper to make the spiritual the official South Carolina music because Charleston was a major port of entry for slaves in North America, and whereas much of this music originated along the coastal regions of South Carolina, and whereas the spiritual was passed down orally for many years and first committed to writing in South Carolina on St. Helena Island by a freed black woman and a white Union Army officer during the Civil War, and whereas the publication of an 1867 book on slave songs was a result of the work done by an educational mission on the Port Royal Islands in 1861, and whereas the earliest known spirituals were taken from passages of the Bible, and whereas some well-known examples of spirituals will swing low sweet chariots, steal away to Jesus, nobody knows the trouble I've seen, roll Jordan, roll, wade in the water, come by here, Lord, come by here, this little light of mine, sometimes I feel like a motherless child, go down Moses, he's got the whole world in his hands, and follow the drinking gourd. And whereas... Booker T. Washington probably best describes spirituals as the spontaneous outburst of intense religious fervor, having their origin chiefly at the camp meetings, the revivals, and the other religious gatherings. The music of these songs goes to the heart because it comes from the heart. And whereas, those South Carolinians who perform the Gullah shout state that spirituals are key to getting the rhythm for the shout. And whereas, in old spiritual style, a leader improvises the text, time, and melody, and other singers respond by repeating short phrases, and this traditional West African singing style is referred to as a leader chorus or call and response. And whereas. The legacy of spirituals is still evident in African American communities where the talking back or call and response heard among churchgoers comes directly from slave songs and spirituals. And whereas for many South Carolina citizens, the spirituals were the first songs they learned. And whereas singing a spiritual is one way of honoring one's past and lineage. And whereas although spirituals are not literature, the Norton Anthology of African American Literature signaled their Signaled their importance by opening up the anthology with a chapter entitled The Vernacular Tradition as Spirituals Are the First Discussed Oral Tradition of Black Expression and whereas the origin and development of the spiritual is deeply rooted in this state and whereas all south carolinians from the piedmont to the low country and from the savannah river to the Dee, love to sing spirituals and whereas all south carolinians have a desire to recognize this unique and important part of the history culture and heritage that we proudly proclaim in south carolina now, therefore, be it enacted by the General Assembly of the State of South Carolina that Section 1 of the 1976 Code is amended by adding Section 1-1-688, the spiritual is the official music of the state. Now here it is, that, 2007, this was approved, this was signed, and the spirituals became the official music of the state of South Carolina. Many of us who worked with the General Assembly on a number of issues were able to push and press for this to be done I mean, in in 2007, excuse me, that was done by the U.S. Senate and House of Representatives. They approved resolutions also honoring African-American spirituals as a national treasure. But in South Carolina, we did this in 1999. And so, you know, again, the federal government had to play catch-up because they had not acknowledged before our music that started here on these sea islands and proudly here on St. Helena Island being a native of St Helena, this is a critical thing to me and for me and for my people. We still are shouting things like that with the spiritual and thing like that. And once again, y'all heard me mention at the top of the broadcast that we're raising funds this Saturday at Penn for the Heritage Day celebration. Well every year for Heritage Day celebration we have a traditional praise service that goes on the Thursday opening night of Heritage Day. That is the second Thursday in November each year as we lead up to Veterans Day. So find Veterans Day on a calendar and go backwards to the Thursday prior, and that would be the Thursday I'm referring to each year. And so we have that service, and more often than not, it starts out being something we did at 10 because the Penn community sings, and it got to be too large a crowd, so it expanded into the various churches, including then the St. Joseph Baptist Church, which is now part of Bethesda Christian Fellowship, the largest church on St. Helena Island, and one of the largest churches is not the largest church with the number of people there as well as the square footage of the building and footprint in Beaufort County, South Carolina. Once again, bring it back home to where these spirituals evolved from and why people would continue to sing them, why we can continue to shout to them. And when they mention Port Royal Island and the Port Royal Experiment that was mentioned within this document, Port Royal Island is also the place of the Emancipation Oak. And those of you who watch Gullah Geechee TV on YouTube, and any of you can go and Google it, you would see me shouting at the Emancipation Oak on Port Royal Island, where the town of Port Royal and the town of Buford sit here in Buford County, South Kakalaki, in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And so you can always go to www.gullahgeechee.tv to keep up with Gullah Geechee TV as well, where we often share on our music, our songs, you see the shout tradition go on at various events and as you heard the spiritual set the tone the call and response was mother africa still ringing out in our souls that is why when we talk about Gullah Geechee music we have to look at it within the global context of where the music came from but where the music has gone when i talked about william wilberforce when it was the 200th commemoration of the abolition of the British slave trade, I was in London, England. There was a celebration at the British Museum. The people there sang the spirituals. When I went to listen to them, they honored the fact that those spirituals came from here. They did not know to say Geechee, but they knew that it was the black people of America that had been through enslavement and the transatlantic slave trade that had created those songs. But yet they found those songs appropriate to bring back there to sing for such an occasion as the commemoration of the abolition of enslavement. Just as Dr. King and SCLC and SNCC found those songs appropriate to take. To the streets, out of the churches, out of the prayer houses, out of the halls where they met. They took them, they altered them, they sang them, they locked arms and they marched and had power to march because those songs lifted them and carried them the distance that they needed to be carried to further freedom. And then when they broke down walls of segregation, some discrimination, When they broke that down here, they opened up doors and set examples for elsewhere in the world, including South Africa, to be looked at as a place that now needed to also end its version of apartheid. So here it is that this global context, once again, is something that people leave out when they celebrate much of the music that they hear. You heard me, James Jamison legendary funk brother, legendary bassist, God bless the dead, who is a native of Edistow Island, South Carolina, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. You heard me open tonight with the song of a man that many people have heard but never knew he was Gullah Geechee, Arthur Conley. And if you want to learn more about the story of his life with Arthur Conley, just tune into my broadcast from last year when I focused on him and Sweet Soul Music and his origins here on the Georgia portion of the Gullah Geechee Nation's coast. And tune in through Gullah and find the blogs on Black Music Month last year as well. So when I focus not only on Arthur Conley and not only on the spirituals and their journey from the State House to the White House, but also on, at that time, Candace Glover, who was the American Idol for that season and the winner, who's a native of St. Helena Island. This year, we had another person who was on The Voice, whose roots stem from St. Helena Island, Delvin Choice. Now, he grew up and went to school in Greenville, South Carolina, so he has been promoted as Greenville, South Carolina. His roots come from Eddings Point on St. Helena Island, South Carolina. All his people are Gullah Geechee on his mama's side from St. Helena Island, and that's where he spent most of his weekends and his summers on St. Helena Island. So when you hear the voice, you hear the richness in Delvin Choice's voice at this point, and you see him and you see Candace Glover traveling the country, and as you start to see them traveling the world and singing, they are again carrying that drum that their ancestors had deposited within their very DNA from coming through the Middle Passage, reaching this land, the Sea Island soil beating out those drums of freedom, and then codifying it through these sounds and these songs that yet move us on with it upward, such as the spiritual. The spirituals then moved into gospel music. The spirituals then moved into blues music. The spirituals then moved into R&B. R&B evolves and becomes the basis for the rhythms and the tracks and the samples of hip-hop, rap music. Here it is that when we start talking about jazz, it's laden within the energy of those spirituals and the power and the creativity that came forth in those bush offers, those brush offers, and those praise houses, and out to church, and again, into the jiff joints, into the nightclubs wherever the musicians could have a spot to hit a lick and ask somebody, yeah, they have somebody yeti wave in the play. They also went out as work songs back into the fields from which they came. They also went into the prison camps and became the cadence as people had to build railroad tracks, as they had to dig up rocks and bus rocks and, carry things and pick cotton in the fields for someone else because now they were being enslaved using the cadence the same way their ancestors did in this cotton this rice and indigo where these spirituals grew right up out of the soil right along and into the hearts of our ancestors so when we talk about the global effect of music black music we should never leave out the Gullah Geechies and all they created. Motown music would never be what it is that's going around the world and continues to be celebrated everywhere by all people. There hadn't been the legendary funk brothers, including James Jameson. So when we start to celebrate Black Music Month here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, it's not just about a song, a dance, but the evolution of that music, where we have artists today that are out here like Latrice Bush, who does everything from gospel to R&B and jazz. Y'all have heard her here on this program. There are Afro-punk rock artists like Tamar Khalid who you've also heard here and seen on Gullah Geechee TV, who continue to evolve their music. There are spoken word artists like Ross Solo, who use the spirituals incorporated within spoken word pieces and then sung and bring that energy back home. And they crack your teeth like they show while they're doing. And so you have here a plethora of creativity that continues to evolve and continues to give us that which we can celebrate, that we can say originates here in these Sea Islands, from these Sea Islands, from the souls of black folk, black music, some of the original American music. And that's why Gamble and Huff saw it for what it was, spoke what it was, lobbied to get it recognized like country music is, and made sure that there was going to be some economic empowerment for the artists as a result of the celebration. So no doubt, all the artists that are in the documentaries that you're going to see on the TV shows this month and so on, no doubt, if they do concerts and they do performances, and rightfully so, they should be paid for it. But we also need to support independent artists that are out here with CDs, with the spirituals on and We need to support our community members that have these things when they're out at these festivals and events, don't try to haggle folks when it's their original music and their original recordings. Try to support what they are doing. Many of you, we appreciate our listeners because you do go to Gullah biz and you do share that link and you do promote the Gullah Geechee store online and you purchase things. And when you come out to the festivals, want to come with you, shiny thing and thing like that, for Catting Home. I sold out of many of my CDs this past Ask Gullah Festival because people came with a heart and a mind to support and many of them definitely wanted to take home some of our music. Yes, do you like good music? Sweet Gullah Geechee music. So they took home spirituals, they took home other forms of music from artists that were right there that they could meet, that they could greet, that they could help empower. Because just like in 1979 today, black music is green but it's going to be up to you to continue to have positive music played that is danceable music that is spiritual music that is uplifting music because if you speak loudly with your dollars and with your channel clicks and with your clicks on youtube and that you don't click on a bunch of things that are lewd and destructive then that music won't be sold anymore and we could go back to the times In the 70s, in the 60s, in the 70s, where we heard songs like Respect Yourself. And so we need to, again, go back to hearing music like Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. These are things that cause us to rally together and to celebrate one another the same way the drum always did and always does. Hence why we go back again in time to 1740 and why the 1740 Slave Code wanted to ensure that no drums would be played by Africans because it would talk. It would tell you what freedom was. It would draw you together. So, who in no the children know? Even now, we together together. And think like that, that music a playing. We kind. If I ain't got no music and thing, we ain't agwining. So again, the unification comes around our music more often than not. It is that gathering place where we shout, where we dance, where we sing. And so it is a blessing to have an opportunity, as I say, to not only celebrate Black Music Month 2014 here on the air, and every Monday night at 7 p.m., God willing, I will be on the air and each week sharing some insights on Black Music Month and on black music, especially as it connects to the Gullah Geechee Nation. And to that end, to share something that I just learned prior to coming on the broadcast, I just learned about a man named Julius Dixon, Julius Edward Dixon. And he was actually born in Barnwell, South Carolina. So many of y'all who are right here along the coast of South Carolina, y'all say, oh, yeah, yeah, Barnwell. Well, what's going on with him? Well, it's interesting that he actually came home from military service back from World War II, and he had been assigned to special services while he was in the Army. And during that time, he hosted a weekly radio broadcast, like how I have mine. His was called Variety Jive. And what he did was he featured new songwriters and musicians, and so that there would be these folks knowing about folks that were in Germany and the Middle East, as they call it, and so on. Now, he was back here. He got back to the U.S in 1949, but he didn't move back to South Carolina at that time. He moved to New York, all right, and of course anybody who wanted to break into the industry would go there. He actually worked as a professional songwriter in New York, and he co-wrote with Beverly Ross. So all of you ethnomusicologists and stuff, y'all probably like, oh yeah, yeah, y'all probably already knew Julius Dixon's name. I'm the one coming new to learning about this man who was actually born May 20th, 1913. He just passed away in 2004. So he lived a very long life. And so here he was. He wrote a number of things with Beverly Ross, who actually was an Anglo-female where he was a person of African descent. So now you're talking about in the 1950s, these folks are writing together. All right. So y'all know what was going on in the 50s. So this was a very unusual duo going on here. But they did several hit songs. They Their first major hit was a song called Dim, Dim the Lights, all right, which was recorded by Bill Haley. Then they did As the follow-up to "Shake, Rattle and Roll," I know y'all know that one. "Shake, Rattle and Roll." Now, "Shake, Rattle and Roll." Yeah, I know y'all know that one. And so the song "Dim Dim the Lights" ended up reaching number ten on the Variety chart and number eleven on Billboard Pop chart. All right. Now it became a crossover hit with the Black R&B audience, and it reached number ten on the R&B chart on Billboard. All right, so it was really interesting because I guess when they said crossover, it crossed in both directions. So one that was black and one was white, you know, it crossed back and forth. And then they continued on and they wrote a song called Lollipop. And no, we ain't talking about the one Wheezy does. They, they did a song called Lollipop, Lollipop for Ronald and Ruby, who were black teenagers, all right. And then they also did several other things and uh, Dixon had owned the master to that, and he had a little thing going on with RCA in regard to that. But nonetheless, the version that they recorded ended up reaching number 20. So you're hearing about a lot of chart toppers he had here. And so Lollipop ended up going on to number 2 and number 3 in the R&B chart when the Chordettes actually re-recorded it. And then in the United Kingdom over in England, the song was done as a cover song by the Mudlocks. And that made it a worldwide hit and it reached number one in numerous countries. Now here it is that again, when we talk about the global impact of Gullah Geechies, here's this man from Barnwell, South Carolina, right up the road of peace. And we didn't even know much about him being the writer behind these types of songs. He also co-wrote Annie Laura's hit It Hurts to Be in Love with Ruby Toomes. He did Begging, Begging with Ruby Toomes, Rudy Toomes also for James Brown. Okay, he did Love, Life, and Money with Henry Glover for Little Willie John. And Kitty Wells' Three Ways to Love You with Lee Morris. And he did a whole bunch of other songs that many of you who are listening are probably familiar with. And if you're not, you're probably going to go on YouTube and try to tune in and listen to them. And it, now would be a great time since we are in celebration of black music. I know you all would say, well, we don't know if we can call this black music, but we're still going to call it that since it reached the R&B charts back then. And then eventually Julius Dixon, also got an independent record label, which was called Alton Records. And in late 1959, they released The Clouds by the Spaceman, which he also wrote and produced, and it reached number one on the R&B chart. So here it is that Dixon ended up never living back in South Carolina. He actually died in a hospital in Manhattan at the age of 90, um, and they, the family, actually filed a wrongful death suit because they said that it was negligence. Uh, on behalf of the hospital as to why he really died. So God only knows if he would have ever made it back home had that not happened. But definitely, you know, God has a time for everything to take place. And so today was definitely the time for me to learn of Julius Dixon from right there in Barnwell, South Kakalaki, and to learn of these many different songs, some of which I heard of, many of which I had not, um, that I will be listening to them this month to hear these songs because if they were making the charts like this, I'd love to know the sound of them. And then when I hear them, I'm probably going to say, I heard that song before. So definitely it is a blessing to learn more each and every year for Black Music Month and to be able to have an opportunity to pass on what I learned to you so that as you dance and you sing and you shout to this music, you can also have a historical context for who started it, who continued it, and also when you start going through them attics and cleaning out your house, if you ain't done done spring cleaning, it's time for summer cleaning that. If you start finding them old 45s and 78s or any of those, that you can dust them off and make sure that you keep them in nice cases and keep them in a cool place. Hope that you still got a record player, a component set somewhere around that works so you can actually play them and listen to them. But it does make a difference that we continue to celebrate our legacy through music and not just the be the Yeti, I'm Just a Dry Long Soul, but know that the souls of people went into writing these songs and sharing these songs also with the world. And so definitely we pray that you will be part of the souls that are in the room this coming Saturday evening at Penn Center at Darrell Hall as we celebrate Black Music Month with the All-White Affair. But we definitely want you to continue to tune into this broadcast every Monday evening this month and also go back, like I say, in our archives of the broadcast and download the shows. We are at about 89,000 of listens at this point to these broadcasts. And we definitely thank each and every one of you who's listened, who shared the broadcast, who tune in each and every week, and also, as I mentioned before, who share the broadcast through social media at various times. And you can always go to iTunes and subscribe to the broadcast for absolutely free, as well as you can always reach us at blogtalkradio.com slash And, again, Gullah is G-U. L-L-A-H, Geechee is G-E-E-C-H-E-E. No I in Geechee at Gullah Geechee, right, slash Gullah Geechee, blog talk radio slash Gullah Geechee. And you can find our previous episodes ever since we've been on the air, and you can download them from there as well to your iPads, your tablets, your cell phones, and you can also just share these with your family, with your friends, and especially in the educational institutions. It is a blessing to have so many people approach me on the streets and at festivals and various places that say, I know you. I, I watch Gullah you TV. I also listen to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, so that is a blessing. I appreciate each and every one of you that takes the time out to make this part of your schedule. Angel on hand, I see you in the chat room tonight. Peace and blessings, sister. I appreciate your continued support, constantly making sure that the word is out there, constantly making sure that you're tuning in here, and I appreciate everybody else that always supports us. And that is a part of our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. Facebook has altered that page once again, so I can't tell you exactly how many people we are away from 12,000 right now. I know just before they changed that page, we were less than 50 people away from 12,000, from what I could tell. And then they changed it, so now we get a rounded-off number. So we're not sure how many we're away, but we want to thank all of you who are supporting us. And we are just a few away from 1,300 on Twitter so we appreciate all 100 chilling that to follow we. So make sure you follow me at Gullah Geechee on Twitter at Gullah Geechee on Instagram as well, and of course follow our blog again at Gullah GeecheeNation dot Gullah dot com. And if you want to connect with the, our Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition to continue to support our efforts, not only of keeping these broadcasts, but we have our own media. Venues to get the message out about what's going on down here. You can become a member, you can be a supporter, and it's open to everybody in the world. Anywhere in the world, you can be a member or supporter if you want to keep Gulligichi history, heritage, and culture alive and keep Gulligichi people on their land. You can just email us to GULL. G-E-E-C-O at com for membership forms, and you can go to dot n e t to learn more about who we be and what we to do, because we know that Hunna must take care of the root to heal the tree. So we thank all of you who are helping us do that. And, of course, once again, we have the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival coming up. First weekend in August, August 1st and 2nd, we are in Charleston. August 3rd, we are in Myrtle Beach. We definitely want you to go ahead to Eventbrite and start getting your tickets and your family passes, get those VIP passes as early as you possibly can, and make sure that you are there to celebrate our music, even beyond Black Music Month. You can go to dot. Info info to get details. And from there, you can click on the ticket purchasing link, and it will take you to where you can purchase tickets. You can become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, and you can donate to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund. And I want to thank everybody who has been supporting this year's Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour, where I and the Gullah Connection get to go out and share our music and our story with the world. So we got plenty of cities coming up and things like that, and we're going to be hitting New York City ourselves the same way President Dixon did coming up in September. So all of you who are in our social media, you'll be the first ones to know when we launch the information for the event, we are going to be launching that just before our festival. And so be on the lookout. We'll be launching that for my anniversary of my installment this year and the anniversary of independence for the Gullah Geechee Nation when we declare that we are a nation before the world. And so tonight we want to give you all a few minutes before we go off the air to open up the phone lines in case anybody has something they want to share. There's going on you in the Gullah Geechee Nation for Black Music Month. Our telephone number is 347 324 3903-347-324-3903. There's a number of events that you can celebrate with us. It's going to be uh, the Carry Fest. If you go to our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook site, you will find the Carry Fest information. And please make sure to like both the Gullah Geechee Nation and the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook. And you'll see that we have posted Carry Fest for this year's information. That's another time to celebrate the Caribbean music as well as the history of various people. When we talk about that global effect, Charleston, South Carolina, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, is an international city. Has been since its quote-unquote founding, and I use that word very loosely, founding. But we celebrate Carrie Fest each June there, along with we have several different Juneteenth events that will be going on. I'll be back at the Walter Var Library. We have Juneteenth coming up this weekend in Savannah at the Telfair Museum. You can meet me and African Spirit of Day Clean, along with several elders that will be marching in, processing in, libation ceremony, and then the keynote address on who we be as Gullagichi. This is going to go on at the Tell Fair coming Saturday. The Juneteenth event is going to run Friday, Saturday and Sunday. But I will be there on Saturday. So join me there at noon if you want more details. Keep up with gulageechee We're going to be putting up postings tomorrow about that event. And you can also email us to G U L L G E E C O at A O L. Dot com. You can also call the Telfair Museum and get more details on that event celebrating Juneteenth, but definitely an honor for me because it will be an opportunity to launch right into Black Music Month in the early part of the day on Saturday and then come back from Savu right to, to St. Helena and party with y'all into the night for the All-White Affair. And so we have a lot of other things that's coming up. Mel Waiters is coming to Charleston, to the Omar Shrine Temple on the 21st. There's a number of other Caribbean parties and things happening on the 20th. So if you keep up with our Gullah Your Nation Facebook fan page, these events have been posted. They'll be being reposted throughout the month so the hunter can come right here and celebrate with we, who we be, but also dish your music industry and so definitely once again we appreciate all of you celebrating black music all the time especially tuning into Gully get your rhythm radio with us to celebrate black music month here and so so glad you all the guests in the chat room and things like that at this evening but we're so glad for all in chillin' who grind be with we in person sometime this year month so on chillin', take some time out for sure to leave it this year month. Take some time out for going on your and get your spiritual. If you want to even sing one in a while, it's time for going on back. Going back to old landmark. you be surprised what happened with your heart.
1: So, Hunter chilla,
0: you know, if we want to keep up who we be, then we have to remember how to celebrate we own legacy. Now, Hunter Chiller know who this year be. This year, the queen quit. Head from the body. Uh, this year. Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad they're to tune in one more game to Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. So glad they're to shout with me. Gwine on chilling wherever Hunter be for this year, Black Music Month. Keep shouting, keep singing, keep dancing. Enjoy good Gullah Geechee music.